Otto, everybody, and you know what? We're back. Season two of Otto, let's talk. And it has been a while. And you know what? I'm not even going to take the L for this. Like, producer Al, aka Audio Geek, has got to take a little bit of blame for this. In your Al, don't try. Audio Geek, take take, a, take, wait, take your blame. Take your blame. Uh, I would say, being a full time working man with children, gets me some of the uh, acclaim back. From um, well, being being a full working full time and having children isn't easy, and I would implore the other people on the podcast who don't have children to cut me some slack. Oh, and that's gosh. that's the word, and I'm sticking to it. A lot has happened between that time. Uh, one thing that stayed the same is May Night the Terrible. Um, Things that haven't really stayed the same are people's opinions on vaccination. Things that haven't changed. Things that haven't changed. People are trying to cancel other people online. Um, my Mac OS has had another upgrade on its OS system, so that tells you how long it's actually been. I've got a new pair of headphones, so actually, to be fair, Uh-oh. it has been quite, quite, been, quite a while. It's been ten months since we have done Auto Season One of the Less Talk Podcast. And that is nearly a year, bro. That's crazy. Like from season one to two, and, and also, what? also don't don't forget when we were doing it, we had time. Yeah, you know, yeah a lot yeah. of the time we were we were locked down. We were working from home, and I always knew um, returning to work would always pose its challenges. My children, one of my children, uh, one of one of my children, has started school. So that's quite, that's been a, a significant change to our household. The other one will start school next year. So actually, to be fair, we've just adapted. We've been adapting to um, the new normal, which is uh, for some people, not some people it's back to how it used to be. For some people, it's completely different. Bro, I tell you, who, like, obviously, like I said, it's been 10 months. It's been nearly a year since we've done season one. We have done season one also of Oh Let's Talk Sports, which will be back very soon as well. But for me, it's weird being back in the office. And I've been back in the office for a while, to be fair. But on the trains at the moment, I'm getting upset with people. are like, oh, you know what? They want me to go back to the office. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Get back to work. Do you know what I mean? I'm glad to be back. Obviously, the Otto Bottoms Up Bottomless Brunch is back. London's three-hour Bottomless Brunch. Next one is the 28th of November. I'll put a ticket link in the bio for that. And you know what? This brunch we've also got for the first time. We're doing Bottomless Beer as well. So you get that along with the Bottomless Rum, Gin, Vodka and Prosecco. Plus food. Uh, you know, I'm glad to be back. Back. I'm back on the decks every now and again now as well. I'm not as busy as I was post-lockdown. But it's starting to pick up. It's starting to pick up. So Al, what's on the menu today, my brother? Right. Um, where do you start, really? I think there's a lot to talk about. I think when we talk about things that have changed and haven't changed, I think what's been quite significant in those 10 months is um, both of us got COVID. Yes. We both of uh, us have our own stories to tell with that. Um, <laughs> and one thing that's also continues to be the topic of discussion is vaccination versus non-vaccination. Um I suppose where I sit on this at the moment, I suppose where we all sit at the moment is we are heading into another winter, uh, which had always been suggested that that, that was going to be something that we'd be we'd be worrying about and how we would live with it as the winters come. As expected, we've talked about how 
those cases are rising. So we're back like last winter, we're back on this concept of working out what to do next. The government have a plan A, which is what we're currently doing, which is um, continuing social distancing, wearing masks, uh, not mandatory, but asking um, and just making sure that certain venues you uh, attend, you only attend if you're vaccinated and things like that, or showing proof of negative tests. Bro, that's the not, conversation that's not, now. That's not happening. It's, it's relaxed. Of course it's happening. Nah, of course it's happening. I, I can't. Look, I, I'm just happening. talking from my experience here. Yeah? If you want to go and watch a football match or you want to go and fly, you, 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 right, these different. things have to nah, happen. But that's, that's different. That's events. Yeah, but normal day-to-day life, there is no... You go to a bar or restaurant, they're not saying... Well, people, oh, no, no. But yeah, no, no. are not using the hand sanitizers at the door anymore, bro. People just standardly walking in. No, I, I don't... I think that side of it, yeah, it's, it's very relaxed. I think in terms of... Um, like you say, events, flying, yeah, you have to prove that you yeah. are either vaccinated or you um, have a negative test. Um, and now this talks about the government being urged to go to their plan B, which is pretty much a return to what it was last year, which is mandatory um, face masks, working from home, social distancing. Um, They're not going to do Whether it. it can be to the level as it was last year, I doubt it. They're not gonna um, do. Whether they can risk being so close to Christmas and money being so tight and their blunders with universal credit, credit yeah. with all that going on, whether they can still then tell people to work from home and, and shut shops. I don't think they can do that. Um, I think all that aside, the bigger discussion really is, um, and I don't want to pressure anybody to talk about what they think, um, where they sit with vaccinations are. That's for everybody's opinion. Well, it's a um, I suppose... Okay. The pressure that people it's are a personal choice, but I think personal choice. There's, there's there's a vaccination conversation and there's a conversation of you personally, and I think what what really sent it home for me is I heard somebody talk about them saying, "I can believe in something, but still not think it's the right thing to do," and equally, I can think something is wrong, but still believe it to be at the moment, the right thing to do. Well, bro, and this, and I state... sit there in the, in, in, in the same, in the same, in that same boat, really, I think, personally. Well, bro, I was listening to the, I listened to a lot of news from around the world and in the States, they're saying that now people who are like got immune, autoimmune disease or compromised immune systems may have to get a fourth jab, which is bonkers. And they have so, so, an so emergency that... thing through to say that five to 12 year olds can get a vaccine. Now, as a father, would you give any of your kids the vaccine? So I think this is this is where we need to have a bit of clarity. And I asked, I did ask this question with a medical, you know, a healthcare professional about it. And I, I did ask what, what you know, you know, I, 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 I myself am vaccinated. I myself caught COVID. It was very mild. I got over it. Uh, funny enough, I had a bit of symptoms that continued after up until maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I got it in August, so, you know, August, October, nearly November. Um, it was very mild for me. And I questioned, you know, I questioned a healthcare professional, why am I getting a booster if, A, it doesn't protect me as well as it does? Um, I had it in the end, all these things. And the suggestion was, and apparently this has always been common knowledge, and it's maybe where we're in the age of the social media, we we listen to it properly, is the vaccine itself only covered you a particular amount of time 
as some vaccines do. Some vaccines cover you for years and years and years. Some cover you for very short periods of time. So the suggestion had always been that that vaccine would cover you for a year, which is why um, as the it rolls back around again this period, um, they're asking people who are most vulnerable to have boosters. Um, I think that's reasonable, personally. I think I didn't think it was Bro, reasonable this is, a few this weeks, is my, this few months is, ago. This is my thing, in it? Like you said at the start of the podcast, don't forget, by the way, to like, share and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button if you're listening on the YouTube and you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts as well. Um, we both had COVID. I, I think we're happy to say mm-hmm. you're vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. In terms of mm-hmm. um, symptoms, I had it a lot worse than you. I, I would put my mm-hmm. hands up to that. But on the flip side, like you just said, the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting it and it runs out. Yeah, that's what you, that's what you just said. It, well, it, it's effects lessen over time. Right. Well, I've no, got, it, it but, doesn't stop you getting it, but it, incre- it increases yeah. the it increases no, the chances of the vaccine, not getting it, and it increases the vaccine's effectiveness lessens over time. Is what you said about that's why you over, yeah over a particular period. Right. Yeah. So yeah, on the flip side, I have not had the the vaccine, and I have mm-hmm. antibodies that will fight do that you? virus. Of course, I do because do you? My point. Hold no, on. you don't. Hold on. That's hold not on. that's not fact. Hold on, my point. Hold on, my point. Let me let me let me finish my point in case we went away. Yeah, we went away. Mm-hmm. Eight of us. Yeah, we went away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three of you man's come back with COVID. I didn't get mm-hmm. that because I got antibodies. Fact. Not true. Fact, bro. Not fact. So why did not I not? Fact. Bro, I sat not next fact to at you. All. Bro, I so sat what, so next so to you on the train. So, I sat next to you on the so train. So what? So so why didn't the other five get it then? Because the other, but listen, the other five didn't have antibodies. They didn't have the the virus. So why didn't they get it? Maybe they have had it, bro. Some people have had this thing and don't know they had it. They have. Well, they, well, but this is my point. So it is in fact what is what what they're saying. That's why I'm very careful with my choice of words. What they're saying is actually is there more of a reality that one in four people that have had COVID don't have antibodies? Actually, that's what they're saying. So they're saying this concept of. Be, which is why even if you've had COVID, you still need to take the precautions because I was the same. The moment I had COVID, I walked around like I was a king. Yeah. Like I've got antibodies. You know, you don't have to worry me. I walked around work, no mask, didn't care, you know. Um, and then I started to realise, actually, well, no, 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 no. Actually, in reality, if one in four don't have antibodies, then that would be me, my partner, you, and one of our friends. That's four of us, and one of us doesn't have antibodies, which increases the risk of having it again. So my point really is, and it's quite open and shut for me the way I say it, is there are some things that I um, don't necessarily believe in, but equally believe they may be the right thing to do. And that sounds very contradictory, but the way I see it is I, I can't see... I can't see the valid argument against not being vaccinated, personally. And that's just my opinion. And I, I don't look at people who have not been vaccinated and say they're stupid or anything like that. I can't. I think the reasons behind them aren't valid, personally. But I do believe the only way we will get through this, like we've got through many of diseases in our lifetime, like we've got through many of things in our lifetime, the only way to do it is for people to start actively 
uh, taking these precautions to not spread the virus. And the right, best way to not I, spread I, the I, virus is either staying at home or being vaccinated. Well, so I, 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 denounce, I denounce this. What I do find is nonsense is this argument about um, just vaccines and I don't take vaccines and I don't do this and I don't do that and I'm a healthy person. Listen, if you've travelled anywhere in South America or Africa, you've you had a vaccine. You know, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. These things were okay when you were travelling, but now all of a sudden when it's about you know, being in your own country and all of this, then all of a sudden people are talking about, well, I've never been vaccinated. I don't take vaccines. Alright then, but then Bro, let's, find, let, let's look at your history Bro, of travel. Because like, it like probably proved that you have. I'm, a, I'm not an anti-vaxxer in any way. Like, like I said, and I, and I don't, I'm going to get across to the yeah. listeners as well. It's a personal choice. Like, me and you have our different opinions on yeah. the vaccine, but we, it's like we, we don't fall out about it. Do you know what I mean? It's no, your, no, definitely not. Do you see what I mean? It's, your, it's a personal choice. So the pressures that some people are putting on, like, friends and fact, like, I, I think that's slightly unfair. It's a personal choice. It's a personal choice what people put in their bodies. I am not an anti-vaxxer. In fact, I had the flu jab last week. Now, some people will be like, well, why don't you just get the COVID vaccine? The flu jab's been around for 10 plus years. I didn't go in for the first three to four years. I didn't. I didn't get it. I rode my luck. Mm. Like, no. Mm. I want to see what, what the, the effects are. My problem with this vaccine is just the speed it's been rushed. And I get it. There's a worldwide pandemic. But what my issue is with any vaccine or any medicine that we take, there are side effects. Now, the bit I don't like. Yeah. We, and, I'm, and I'm glad you said that with anything. Yeah. With anything, anything that goes happens. as simple yeah. as paracetamol, yeah. people have died taking paracetamol. Yeah, because it says if you, this is the thing that annoys me. If you open up these boxes, you get this, the same thing it says in the when you get your COVID vaccine and you get your leaflet. It's the same thing you see in a paracetamol bottle. No, 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 exactly no, 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 the same I'm, thing. Not, I'm not knocking that. My my thing is. The pressure they're putting on people, yeah. We don't know what the long-term side effects are of this rushed vaccine. So what's the alternative then? Like what's the, the alternative? We then? have to do it, innit? Like you said, sometimes you believe in things. Like I said, bro, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Like, I, I definitely ain't. Like I said, my... No, no, I, I'm mate, agreeing with you. Mate, what I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here because you're, you're saying bro, you know people have been put under pressure. My boy's got a vaccine site in White City. Like, I got a, a lot of people slots to get the vaccine. If I was an anti-vaxxer, I wouldn't be doing that. My, my, I'm my not saying that. Is... I, I'm I'm playing devil's I'm playing devil's advocate. So if and and I'm not having a go with you. I'm playing devil's advocate for those people that may agree with you. I'm playing devil's advocate. If you think that the if you think that the way through it is for people to be vaccinated to stop the spread and kill the virus dead, then should we not be putting pressure on people right. to do it? Then the thing is, this virus is not going to go away. Just like the flu doesn't go away. It's going to be a, it's it's here for life. It's here for life, I see. This thing's... But vi- viruses have gone away. Viruses have gone away where people have been vaccinated and it's not spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, right, do you know what? I, I'm, I there don't there, have, there I are have, some viruses that don't exist anymore because of that the, reason. I don't have the answer, sweet. Like, I'm not a medical... I'm and, and, and I think... And I think... No, but I think that's the point, though. You don't have the answers, and that's fine to not have the answers. I think everybody's so... Everybody's so forthright with their opinions. I, 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 I accept. I accept for lots of reasons people may not want to get it, but equally you accept what comes with not having it. In the same way, I have to accept, I have to accept that, yes, I could have an adverse reaction at some point in life to it, but there are, there are people in my life whose lives are worthy enough for me to put my own life at risk. Yeah. So therefore that's my, that's my decision. You see what I I mean? Yeah. I just don't like the pressure that certain people are putting on because some of them people that are putting pressure on smoke, like smoking kills a lot of people. Do you know what? Do you know what? Can I just say something? And it's controversial. I'm going to say it anyway. Um, 
I find it very hard to take people serious who walk around with a badge saying um, I'm exempt <laughs> from wearing a mask whilst they're having a cigarette. Right. That for me, that for there me, I can't come across things that are more infuriating than that. You cannot sit there and you cannot sit there and argue with me about vaccines and argue with me about um, pressure and not wearing a mask when you yourself conduct in many things in a day that puts your life 100%. more at risk. Hundred percent. So, 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 th- so that I can't deal with. But I think, I think the right, right I, thing I, I, there is yeah. yes, there isn't an answer. I tell you where there's an answer before. What's that? Is um, Joshua Kimmich, Bayern Munich uh, midfielder. (laughs) He's got some answers to. um, He's got some answers to to give people. So he is um, a footballer. He plays for Bayern Munich. Very famous. Very good. Actually, lots of people have uh, questioned why he himself um, wasn't in the question for the Ballon d'Or. Um, he is part of a what I believe is a charity or some sort of organisation with his teammate Leon Goretzka, um, who are um, helping to spread the message of vaccination and trying to help those unvaccinated become vaccinated. And you know, he's a face, one of the faces of that in Germany of vaccination. He then came out very recently, um, which was obviously awful news for for this. Um, for this um, organization, he then came out and said that um, he himself is not vaccinated. So he supported all these charities and has been a figurehead for it. He said, I'm aware, of course, of my responsibility. Um, I follow all the hygiene measures. I get tested every two to three days. Everyone should make the decisions for themselves. And that's what I'm trying he to say. Bruce, insisted, so. He insisted he was a COVID, he is not a COVID denier or an anti-vaxxer. He said, there's a good chance that I will still get vaccinated. I simply, it's simply that I have some concerns. Now, again, I've got no issue with what he said, but you have to understand how people might look at that as hypocrisy. Yeah. You can't say to people to get in, cause, because the joke of it is, if, Josh, if Joshua Kimmich was a fan, he wouldn't be able to attend any of those games. Yeah. But because he's a footballer, he is. So it goes back to the class system. It goes back to privilege. And I don't think that's acceptable. If And that goes into the whole debate about Kyrie Irving. Do you know about Kyrie Irving? Yeah, yeah. And all that I, think sort of stuff. I think it goes into weird. Like, it's, it's yeah, all of that. All of that is, so yeah, that, that's another that's podcast. And, 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 I, and I do agree that all of that stuff seems a bit harsh but you have to understand that if I've got to pay my hard-earned money to go and watch my team play I can only go from vaccinated but all the players can run around and not be vaccinated yeah. and I understand that there is no um we, we know we're not mixing with the players I get all of that but equally it does scream a little bit of privilege but I think yeah I think I'll let you have your final word on the vaccine yeah you know what I, I, I think my, my final word on it is like look it's it's a personal decision and I think whatever you're going to put into your body, I think you should do the necessary research to find out what you want to do. But I don't believe that anybody should be pressured into putting any sort of vaccine into their body. So that's where I'm going to leave that. Um, One thing I, I would like to pressure you on. Visit the NHS website, get your do your research. Do you know what I mean? There's so much out there. Look, we live in the World Wide Web. No one has an excuse to be ignorant or dumb. 
like jump online, hit Google, you're good. Go on. Oh, don't, and don't I forget to like, share, subscribe. Yeah, go on, push me. Uh, I'd like to pressure you on why you don't see it necessary to shower and clean yourself daily. Nah, We've had lots of conversations about this <laughs> and um, it just made me realise that actually um, for someone like yourself who doesn't see it necessary to, to wash themselves, um, you would be somebody who would be caught up in what's been called as celebrity shower gate. Now, me personally, you know, I think this is an absolute non-conversation, but you know, I, I, I like to be open and hear what people have to say. I'm going to read you a little, a, a little, um, a little bit of text that I've got from the Cosmopolitan website, the, the, um, the, um, the magazine. So celebrities Mila Kunis and Kristen Bell have admitted that washing really isn't on their daily to-do list, igniting what we're calling Celebrity Showergate, hashtag Celebrity Showergate. Speaking to actor Dax Shepard on his podcast, Armchair Expert, Mila said, I don't wash my body with soap every day. Her husband Ashton Crutcher then added, I wash my armpits and my crutch daily and nothing else ever. The comments sparked over celebrities to wait. Sorry, the comments sparked other celebrities to weigh in on the topic, with Dax's wife, Kristen Bell, also admitting she's a big fan of waiting for the stink. Once you catch a whiff, that's biology's way of letting you know you need to clean it up, Christine said. So, as a fellow anti-washer, what are your thoughts on that? I wash twice a day, thank you very much. Once when we go to bed, and once in the morning. Yeah. And it's fully... And it's fully That's showered. True. Yeah. My yeah, whole thing my whole my whole thing on this my I'm saying it's not true because you're exaggerating because you want people to believe that you wash. So really in reality yeah. you wash once a day and that's yeah. fine. That's fine to wash once a day. That's people, absolutely fine. People that people that people that know me, people that know me know I'm a very clean person. My hygiene is, is there. But my my thing on this is um especially as a ladies, bro, as a lady, they have a lot more in their no, body, I'm gonna disagree with you there. But anyway, their, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. On their on their body, bro, they have a lot more discharge than men. Do you know what I mean? So, for you to be saying, so can, I, can I can I ask can I ask you can I ask you a question then? How do you know that? How do you know bro, they've got more discharge bro, than men? Bro, I, I look. Come on, man. Like I've had I've had girlfriends that say it to me. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. women have, have have a lot more like discharge or whatever. My, my 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 problem. It doesn't matter, man or woman. No, it doesn't matter. But no, no, no. I think that does matter. I think it does matter. Me, because I think it I, goes I think, back to the point. I, 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 if you're, if you, brother, I couldn't be again. If that's what you want to live your life, like, and not wash every day, that's your business. But I could not be with someone, yeah, that does not wash their crutches every day. Like uh, my mum has always said, bro, them pretty pretty gal sometimes are the nastiest ones, bro. Because me and the cool ass. She's not bad. But, but this is my point. But this is my point, though. This is my point. Why Why is it? Why, so what's worse, then? A man doesn't wash or a woman doesn't wash? Bro, it's both nasty. Like, bro, if I didn't wash... Ex- so, so hold up, hold up, hold up. Exactly. So why is the narrative about Mila Kunis? This is my thing, right? I have... No, no, hold up. Uh, no, no, no. No, with her, she's no, no, no. Let's, let's, go back, let's go back to that. What? Why is the narrative about Mila Kunis? I think she was the first to come out and say it, bro. She no, it out. was her and Aston Crusher. They both know her yeah, yeah, yeah. and Aston Crusher. No, no, I, I saw the podcast, bro. He wasn't on the podcast. It was just her. She wasn't on the bro, podcast. The co- so, I'm, so I'm telling you now, I'm telling you now, the conversation, yeah? yeah? The conversation was, it was in reference to initially their children. Yeah, yeah that's right. But I, both, saw, I watched the podcast both, with her and Aston wasn't on that podcast, 100%. 
So the initial conversation was about her and Aston Kutcher's children. And that's when they discussed about only cleaning them when they see dirt. And then there was a separate conversation about them themselves washing. My point is, and this is why I, it's a non-conversation for me, we've always grown up with this narrative that it's worse for a woman to not wash. Why? Uh, to be fair, I've always considered why? women to be a lot more cleaner than guys in general anyway, if I'm honest. But why is it worse for them to not wash than for men to wash? I don't know. Maybe that's just something we've always been... Why is, it worse? why is it worse? Exactly. Why is it worse that my daughter doesn't wash more than what my son washed. Do you see my point? I don't think there is... I don't think is there is a distinction to be made. I'm questioning why this is a story. I'm questioning, I might be wrong. The reason why I'm saying it's a story is because it's an opportunity to embarrass and to poke at particular women. I right, don't think this lie. is a story. I, I don't think she's, hold on, hold on. she's it, not embarrassed it, about it. So hold no, up. No, 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 no. To Im- no to embarrass women, yeah. To 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 say something degrading. Because if it was Mila Kun, so sorry. If it was Aston Kutcher and George Clooney and um, Brad Pitt, or if it was um, even um, what's his face, Daniel Craig, that said it. I don't think anybody would care. I don't think anybody would care. It wouldn't get the same traction. I think a lot of this is to do to society's views on how women need to conduct themselves. And let's be honest, nah, as men, we've always been brought up. We've always been brought up. We've always been brought up to expect a certain level of behaviour and cleanliness from women, which we ourselves are not expected to yeah, talk, talk for yourself bro my my hygiene is up there in in, in the in the champions league bro no Do you know what i mean you didn't like, hear what i said I, I, no, you I, didn't hear what i said i the reason why i disagree with you is it's i don't think it's a fact that she's she's a woman i think they've they've both come out and said it as a as a couple but for me i think it's disgusting either way and and what's what's made it but worse, the narrative is on you're her saying, yeah but you're saying a narrative about women yeah but a lot of the people that have come out about it have been women like Taylor Swift, she come out and said the same thing, like how she gets in the shower. Yeah, so did Jake. Jake, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, came out and said it. The guy that like, Shepard came out and said it. On it. Some of them man's like them jackass guys. They don't look like. Aston Kutcher came out and said it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But for me personally, I couldn't be with like bro, hygiene is important for me. Like you and H two O and soap and soap needs to be BBFs, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you you need to be besties. Like I can't. I, I couldn't fathom being with someone who didn't wash on a daily basis. Like, water needs to be licking your skin, bruv. And the whole part of your, from your back crease to your, to your little toe, it needs to be touching with soap and water. Like, I, just, I, just, I just think for me, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with anybody's um, Again, it's a personal choice. Of, it's a personal choice, bruv. Yeah, so, so I, don't, I don't disagree with anybody's analysis of when and where and how you or your partner, or your children should wash, right? I don't disagree with that. And that's the same as saying, well, you know, I'm not going to wash for four days. Or I'm going to I'm gonna wash every day. Yeah, whatever your routine is, as long as you are keeping healthy, whatever your routine is, um, or what your partner's routine is, or what you expect of people is is your thing. Yeah, and, and that, for me, so that's why I said for me, it wasn't a conversation, because I don't, I don't have an opinion on it. Yeah, what I do have an opinion on. We're not going to... 
we're not going to dwell on this yeah, subject so, long. Anyway. No, no, yeah. I, I just think for me, what what I find difficult to, and lots of people, you know, if we use this new language that, you know, the incel crowd would use, they'll say, I'm, I'm a simp because I'm saying this. But what I feel quite strongly about is, and the reason why I feel strong about it, uh, the reason why I feel like it's targeted towards women is because during the whole pandemic, when the Black Lives Matter thing kicked off, it made me understand you cannot expect other people to pick up the mantle for you for hate and discrimination if you're not willing to do it for other people. It doesn't work like that. You bend the, you know, you bend the knee. You take the knee because you want to show solidarity towards all forms of hate and discrimination. Well, I'm with so when I see what I believe. So when I see what I believe is whole, you know, if, if I see what I believe is discrimination and hatred, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention it, and I feel like the taglines on this, and this is, get me wrong, this is a, a magazine made for for women, and the names I'm seeing: Julia Roberts, Cameron Diaz, I'm seeing uh, Mila Kunis, Kristen Bell, but yet yeah, Aston Kutcher doesn't come down to that conversation for about four paragraphs, and that's um, my point. I think I think this it, it it goes back to this whole and this is the last thing I'm going to say on it. It goes back to this whole concept that if you are a woman, you are held to a, a, a higher standard than men. And my argument actually is, I don't care how much discharge you have, where your discharge comes from. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There is a responsibility for a man or a woman to keep themselves clean to stop themselves from being unwell. I don't think, and I, and I don't agree with this concept, that as a woman, you have to be more clean because you've got more chance of being unwell because you've got more discharge. I think most women will tell you a lot of the discharge or whatever that comes out from their body isn't things that make them unwell. You know, yeah, that's it's, why part it's, of, it's part of the process. Clean and yeah, it's part, exactly. It's part of the yeah. process. Exactly. So so that that's, that's, that's my little thing on it, personally. I just think Bro, it's a little bit... Again, it's like you said, it has made... The, the media is a big thing over the last couple of weeks or months or whatever. But my thing is, why have you got to tell people that? Like, keep it. To no, I agree. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, you, if this is the world that you live in, yeah. this is the world you live in, you've got to live and die by the soul. And if yeah. you're going to talk if you're gonna put it out, then yeah, be got, prepared. Yeah, you've got, yeah. To take the, you've got to take the heat that comes with it. Do you know what I mean? You've put it out there. No one ever, no one ever asks you if you wash your crutches every day. Do you know what I mean? You've, you've given so, that you've given that information to, to people. So. so does the same way of thinking still apply to the whole, um, which we segue quite nicely onto, is the whole Jesse Nelson thing? Because that's a concept of, as an artist, you put art out. And I do like the phrase artist. I don't like the phrase rapper, singer. I like the phrase artist because I think, yeah, when it comes to music, you are putting forward some form of art for people to enjoy. Um, Jesse Nelson did that in her own way. No, and I take that back. That's quite disrespectful. They did it in her own way. She did that. She put her art form forward. Um, and she was accused of what's called blackfishing. Now, Mr. DJ Goldenchild, do you do you understand or do you? Because I don't fully. Course, I'll be course. honest. No, no. Do, um, you, do, you, do you do you understand the concept of blackfishing? Yes, I do. Uh, if you, I, I, if I, you don't, I can I can read no, the the no, definition. I think you should. I, I, I had to check this. Do you know why? Because a couple of... I spoke to a couple of people at work about it. Um, and, and do you know what? Someone I spoke to at work, big shout out to my homegirl, Sophia. She did say that the term culturally ignorant needs to be used more sometimes than the word you're racist. And I think a lot of people are culturally ignorant. 
not racist, they're culturally ignorant. Now, before you do a definition of of, of blackfish we both have sisters i have three sisters and i spoke to them about mm-hmm. it as well so mm-hmm. i can see both sides of the argument when it comes to to her um and what she's doing and why some of some black women in the black community are upset about it i i do understand it so so hold hold those opinions you can tell us straight after right so let's let's for for the audience and i'll be honest with you i didn't know what they meant by this, I have to check it. Not because I am culturally ignorant, but because actually, I'll be honest with you, um, I think there are lots of terms at the moment which um, are used to identify particular people, usually in a negative way, that I, I don't always know the answer to or the definition for. Um, being black doesn't mean I should know what black fishing means. But let's go into it. So black fishing refers to someone who, and this is from the BBC website, you know remind people of 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 where we get this information from black fishing refers to someone who uses things like hairstyling and makeup to make them appear darker if they have black or heritage of mixed race the term was first used and this is where the bit that gets me the term was first used on twitter three years ago when journalists Rana Thompson said that she noticed white celebrities and influencers cosplaying or dressing up as black women on social media right so Further on down there, there's a quote here that says, they argue that black fishing allows a person to pick and choose the core parts of being black without facing any of the racism, discrimination, or negative actuals black people do um, for having the same characteristics. It's seen as cultural appropriation. Now, I don't want to segue too far into another topic, but a lot of people argue um, with the Dave Chappelle issues, this is kind of what he's saying, um, in terms of his defence of um, J.K. Rowling, so please remind me to come back to that. Yeah, yeah. But um, in terms of black fishing, I'm going to let you speak on this a bit more, mainly because I think you've got a lot more insight. I'm just going to say my piece now and just be slightly, you know, not so much controversial, but um, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to pay devil's advocate here. Um, two things. Haven't people always done that? That's the first thing. Yeah, Haven't have. people always done that to black people in our culture? And secondly, the other point I want to I, I, I pull up is um, what do you want her to do about what do you want her to do about it? Yeah? Haven't people always done that to our community? Yep. And have. what do we need to do to protect our electric, intellectual rights? And what do you want her to do about what you're accused of? So I'm going to let you take the floor on this Right. One. Number one, I listened to the tune. I think the tune's whack. I know some people are saying the tune is big. Some people like it. Some people don't. I know your homegirl, ZZ Mills, has weighed in mm-hmm. massively on it. She's got a new phrase. I can't remember what the phrase she said. Um, but she's got a phrase, which I find very interesting. Now, like you said, it's been happening from the beginning of time. Um, and that's from all races and cultures that take bits that they like and put it into their own cultures. So that's not like you said. But nothing. I think music, but music, musically, has been happening to the black community from yeah, massive, as far back as you can believe. Yeah. I think for every, I think genuinely, for every, um, and it's a controversial thing to say, but I truly believe in it. For every big musical star that you can think of that is white, there will be a black musical star or a musical star of an ethnic minority right behind them who didn't get their recognition, but had their music virtually copied i'll give example of that 
Do you ever know what happened to boys to men? No. And why they fell off? No. Shall I tell you what? Why they fell off? No. Ninety-eight degrees. Do you know who ninety-eight degrees are? Best is it a boy band? Yeah. And at the time that boys to men came out, and boys to men were a, a rip-roaring success for lots of different reasons, they stopped being popular because. A record company did a carbon copy, made four guys, sang similar songs, called them 98 Degrees. And within months, they had outsold them, outtoured them, out everything. And all the things that they loved about Boys to Men had been recreated in a different package and they didn't see the need for Boys to Men anymore. Well, and well, I think that well, story... Well, he's a, well, he's a, white, a white group. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So they're very famous. So one of, them, one of the main singers, one of the guys was a guy called Nick Lachey who married Jessica Simpson. And they had oh, that, do you remember yeah, they had yeah, that? Yeah. Um, was he in another boy band? They had that little, yeah, he was in a boy, no, I think it was just that, I don't know, he might have been in another one after that, but that's where he came from. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I never he knew enough, that about Boys Men. T- he done enough reality TV after that. But yet, you look back, you look back at so many of these successful artists and you can track back to not long before their success, a ethnic minority version of the same music that wasn't as successful because it was harder to sell. See, I'm not gonna lie, um, I didn't know that. I just thought so yeah. the one with a deep voice, I know he was quite ill. So I thought that's why they fell. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. I know he was quite but sorry, Ill. Sorry, I I, I I I interrupted you there, but yeah. Um no as, you know, I thought I actually the have thing lost, that it always happens, yeah. Lost my train of thought. I think we're talking about the fact that it was it always, it always happens. happens. That's always happens. See, my thing is because it, it always happens doesn't mean it's right. First off, I'm not trying no. I'm not taking yep. sides. I'm not taking sides. My thing with the whole What's that Jesse Nelson thing? Yeah, Jesse could, Nelson. Yeah, I could accept it more if Little Mix were busting R and B tunes from the beginning. I take it, and then they cheat mm-hmm. sides. Do you see what I mean? You understand what I'm trying to say? If that's like, mm-hmm. bruv, one of the most, and and I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it in my chest. One of the most blatant culture vultures. I'm not going to say she blackfished it, but she culture vultured us. Yeah, and I'm saying it in my chest was Pink. Yeah. Bro, mm. she came in as an R&B artist, and as soon as she was through the door, she she done a hundred and eighty degree spin. Which she which she admitted to. Yeah, she did. She did. But yeah, she openly admitted what, to it. What a lot of um, non-black people don't understand is we have struggled from oppression for hundreds of years. Yeah. So more than we've not struggled for oppression. Yeah. So. So we've been we've we've been enslaved longer, longer than we've we been enslaved. Yeah, hundred percent. And if you don't get that, you don't get that. That's not you don't because it don't affect you. you. Don't get it. So when artists like Jesse Nelson and Pink get the opportunities to shine when there's equally and more talented black women, Asian women, who or minority women who are working their ass off to try and get the same opportunity. That is why sometimes that, as a community, we are angry. Now, like I said, if Little Mix were doing R&B from the beginning, yeah, and she looked the way she did now in Little Mix, I would have less of an issue with it. The fact is, if you go Google her photos, bruv, she did not look how she's looking now. Like, well, now, the argument is... I see a this, picture of her, there's I, an thought, argument there. I thought she was mixed raced. There's an argument there. So, Leanne Pinnock you know famously of little mix yeah um for those of us those of people who listen to her know she herself is mixed race and the rest of the members are 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 white she herself said that 
she felt throughout the entire time that she was in Little Mix that it was a constant issue that the record labels um, were making them, the other girls and herself, um, appear to to be more black and to black and be uh, and black fishing was more apparent the whole time not just now so she would argue actually if you do look back you will see examples of when you know and i suppose when i look back the only time i saw little mix up front live was i went to the big nasty show um i went to recording of it which just was great and i loved it but went on forever um it was interesting to see how tv's recorded they were on that if i believe and i don't remember them being dressed as if they were to look a particular but they did way. do a they did do a tune with with um sean paul they did do a tune with sean paul. but again but again i don't know enough about them to say this yeah. is a valid i'm not i'm not i'm not, you probably say the same yeah yeah you don't I'm know enough about them like, to say whether it's, it's i'm not gonna yeah. lie i'm not gonna lie i've seen pictures of her but she was pale skinned like she had she ain't got curly hair all of a sudden she's come out she's looking like she's gone with no disrespect to no one from mayonnaise to uh grace uh cajun spice do you know what i mean and it's like but then but then where has that where has look no but my thing is and I, I i don't get upset about people doing that i think as a black community sometimes we've got to take it as a compliment that you want to you want to be like, like, I want to be like us. It's maybe not the right, the right term, but my issue is keep the same energy. And I've always stated that, like, my thing is, like, Al, you know, as a DJ, I have faced the same stuff. I get these clubs and bars popping. Yeah, and then they turn around and say, you know what? We don't have enough. We don't have enough white people in here when you DJ. But you've never had a fight or any issues. But all of a sudden, it's an issue. But if I'm DJing to a full white crowd, there is no issue. No one ever come up to me and say we don't have enough so black the, people. So in what's it. the answer? What's the answer? Bro, I because don't know, bro. I don't. I don't know. I, I, like, but we need to. But we need to have the. But we need to have the conversation because ultimately, when we sit here and, and this is one of my second questions is, so what do you want her to do about it? So maybe the answer is you want her to stand firm and actually say. No, 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 no. I don't want to appropriate any culture to sell records. No, I think okay. she did. I think she, no, I think she did. I yeah. think she come out and said something. But what if she, what if she enjoys, what if she enjoys portraying, what if she's, what if that is, I'm not saying it is, what if she enjoys and has for a long time enjoyed being part of or showing respect to the black culture. And then now all of a sudden um, she's been pulled on it. And actually, she's got to now question whether that's culturally appropriate for her to do that. Right, and if she does enjoy it, so what's the answer? Does right. she have to, one sec, does she have to then, say she does enjoy being part of that culture, does she then have to um, make more of an effort to to help that culture out, make more of an effort to put people on, you know, make sure she's a bigger face of some of the charities, be more of Black Lives Matter, you know, does she have to be involved more in social issues? I'm not saying she's done anything right or wrong. I'm like I said, you have a bit more understanding than what I do. I'm asking, what do you want her to do about it? And not in a way that I'm defending her. I'm just asking for the people that are angry. What, what is okay being angry? You know, one of the wisest things ever told to me was some people just want to be angry. Yeah, hundred. And a lot of them don't want a solution. They just they just want to be angry. They don't want a solution. So I'm just saying, as devil's advocate, not sticking up for anybody. 
Like, what do we want her to do? Do you know what? I, I, I do think this is a, a topic that we may have to get a female in on. And I think we will probably revisit this yeah. on our podcast. Because obviously, yeah. and again, I know you hate that whole man or woman thing, but this is clearly women in the black community are more strongly upset about this than obviously black yes. men are. Yes, like, definitely. Like I said, ZZ yeah. Mills has fallen out with one of the rappers who was like, look, get off the girl's back. I like the tune. Da, 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 da. I don't have a problem with the tune. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with the tune. My my thing is, like I said to you at the beginning, is keep the same energy. Now, the BBC, yeah, I've got to be careful what I say about them because I used to work for them. But the thing I'm going to say is they do stuff like, was it top 50 greatest R&B songs or something like that? Or they had an R&B show, but then Cheryl Cole was the one presenting it. Like, that annoys me, bro. Yeah. Like, Cheryl Cole's got nothing to do with R&B. Do you know what I mean? Now, if anyone else done that, then then you're cool. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like when you do stuff like that, you get another artist, you get a proper person to represent that show. Jamila would have been perfect for that. Um June Frimpong would have been perfect for that. Do you know what I mean? There's so many great, we have so many great black presenters out there that are not getting that same shot. And I think that's a big part of the issue that we have in this country with, I don't want to be treated any differently to anyone else. I want to be treated exactly the same. So give me my fair shot. If I'm not good enough, I'm not good but this, enough. But this, is, but this is my point though. This is my point. It has always been like this. So what's the solution? And I, and I genuinely believe I kind of feel like I'm doing this now, not in this this space, you know, I'm, I'm not going to profess to do that. I kind of feel like I'm doing this now in a concept of there are certain things in life that I just don't find acceptable and we yeah. do them and we've always done them because we're told we've always got to do them or that's just the way things have been done. I've said, you know, what? I don't want to do that anymore. I, you know, it sounds so pathetic because you can't even compare it to this, but it's things like, you know, my phone bill, my, my TV bill, you know, I just feel like, hold on a minute. Someone's told me along the line, I've got to pay this amount of money to get something that I want. And and also they've got to give me something else that I don't want on top of it. I don't want to do that. I want to vote with my feet. I want to do the things the way I want hey, to do I, it. I think as so, well at the moment. I kind of I kind of feel like surely, surely it's not the same, bro. Surely it's like, well, stop looking at the BBC. Stop looking at the Grammys. So actually, if we're doing, you know, Bro, you're talking you know, to the converted. Stop looking bro. at the BBC. You're talking to the converted. Yeah, that's don't look I've at done. the BBC. Don't look at the Grammys. Look at the things that we can put together that actually do celebrate, celebrate you know, us. You know, what? I've got to and say actually to take like rated, some pride rated, in the BET awards yeah. and but the rated, awards, rated awards. Rated, rated Daily, take yeah. pride in that. Rated awards. They're, they're done. Done their own thing. Like, why like, do we? I, 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 I watched a beautiful, a beautiful um, social media. Sorry, and I'll let you carry on. I watched a beautiful social media post today. It was a mixed race woman who was the coach of, I think, the women's Duke basketball team, a university in America. And it was beautiful. It, it massively resonated with me. And she said, don't let me, as in her, don't let me dictate how you feel about yourself. Don't let me dictate how hard you're going to go and practice, how well you play in the game. Because you've got to have that self-confidence in yourself, no matter who tells you what's going on you've got to believe in yourself and your ability to do what you can do so why do we look at these these websites yeah that rate our music you've got all these people who are you know journalists who are 
you know, have are most likely white writing about Dave's album, who have never spent a day in, in Streatham, you know, and are are trying to sonically, you know, review album and okay, content they don't, they don't of somebody who's not even in your culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why do we keep looking for these? Why do we keep looking for approval? You know what, Al? You've gone on. You've gone onto the point. these websites and these companies that 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 don't respect us. You've gone onto a point exactly what I was gonna. I've got two points to make. The first one is culture is nothing to do with color, and I think people need to distinguish mm-hmm. that. Like, bro, I agree. You're from a Ghanaian culture that I have embraced, so I know certain things from the Ghanaian culture because of you, like being around your family, like. Yeah, but you were saying some really strange things like, you know, Nigerian Jalof is dead. No, and I Ghanaian never said Jalof that. Is, I... is awesome. Listen, and I want to be fair <laughs> to all our listeners. And I would like to say that in my opinion, Ghanaian Jalof is obviously you know, the better one. But I'm just wanna, I just want to put on record that right, actually yeah, it was DJ Goldchild that was basically saying. I'm going to say it in my chest. They can't cancel me, bruv. You get me? So don't try to get that. At the end of the day, I've been growing up around the Ghanaian culture. So for me, the first jollof rice I had was Ghanaian jollof. So to me, Ghanaian jollof is the best. And arguably, arguably the best, but yeah. I, 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 that's my opinion. Do you know what I mean? If I'd have had Nigerian jollof first, it might have been a different thing, but I didn't. So a big shout out. And then you would have changed your mind when you had Ghanaian shout, jollof. A big shout to, to, to Mummy Sarah, because I love you, mum. I'm going to say that there. Uh, but yeah, straight off, culture and colour are not the same thing. So when you said about people reviewing music, I don't care what colour you are, if it's your culture. Now, I don't know if you've seen that Google advert, which has grated me a little bit, which is like, who can say which wa- one? Who can say Wagwan? I don't know if you've seen it. It's been... I think I've seen it, but not heard it. Like, I've seen yeah, it in the yeah, background, yeah. but not heard it. So basically... Yeah, I've not heard you've it. You've got a white kid saying Wagwan. That's not my... I don't have an issue with that, bro. Because you know why? I, I, I have very close friends who are white. You know what I mean? Otto Snell's big up the chest. Snell's can't be here today, by the way, because he's working. He says Wagwan all the time. He says Wagwan. Sometimes I have to ask him not. To, sometimes <laughs> I have to ask him not to say Wagwan. Sometimes he says it too much. Uh, but Snell's, which is which is clearly a joke, everybody. Otto Snell's has been. I'm joking. Snell's has been brought up around that culture. Do you know what I mean? Like th- this guy has reasoning with his seasoning. Do you know what I mean? He was seasoning. He, he can't. He he know he can't come and give me you no know, bland chicken. You know what I mean? He knows you can't do that. But if that's your culture, that's your thing, and you accept it, like, bro, one thing, I'll big up my mum, yeah? So, culturally, I am British. And I and I love being British. I'm not going to try and deny that. Some listeners will be like, what are you mad, bro? I'm not Jamaican, because I've never lived in Jamaica. I'm from Jamaican heritage, yes. I'm second-generation British. Growing up, I had my ackee and saltfish and my dumplings and my festival and my rice and peas and my jerk chicken. But you know what my mum also done? My mum also made sure that I knew about British culture. So yeah, I'd, I'd, that, and that you had hardo bread and callaloo. Yeah, bro, I had all that. But I also had pie and mash on a Saturday up in Upton Park before West Ham would play. Do you know what I mean? Even though I'm not a West Ham fan. But and pie and mash and liquor and fish and chips. So I can... Culture's different. Do you see what I'm trying to say? The point I'm trying to say. So if if I you're say white, something controversial. If if you're white, black, or Asian, and you're you've been brought up around a certain culture, I don't mind Eminem, bro. Eminem's part of that. John B. Do you know what I mean? No one will ever call them culture vultures. Pink is a culture vulture, bro. I'm sorry. Like maybe it wasn't her fault, and it was the only way she had in. But you know, what? maybe it hurts me because I was a Pink fan, bro. And you put me on Pink as well. 
There you go, Rizzo. No, no, no. I know. I, 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 I'm the same. But I, I would also like to say something controversial. On, we don't have a lot of time say to it discuss it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to say it with my chest. And I'm saying it with my chest because mainly, I'm, a, I'm, I'm you know, for those who don't know, I'm, I'm predominantly a plant-based eater. So I do my absolute best to ensure that 100% of what I eat is plant-based. Um, I don't understand why people get so obsessed, obsessed, and I use the phrase obsessed, with oh. the method that people use or don't use to, and I'm going to put this in inverted commas, clean their meat. Ah, oh, bro, come on. Can I say why? Nah, nah, bro. Can I say, can I say why? Can I say why? Bro, don't let me cancel you. Can I say why? Don't let me cancel you on this. You can say Can I say why? Can I say why? Let me know. Let me explain why. All right, go on, go on, go on. There's an obsession of, you know, so if you don't clean it the way I clean it, it's not clean. Can I, I just want to say something. Just something, just for something, you know, just a, Ooh, a Al, bit you, of thought here. You got black Twitter going. Just listen, just listen. Just listen. Is it, you know, it's a, it's an argument, bro. Is water wet? Of course it is. Tell me. Water is wet. Well, well how? Is it? Explain, I explain. Get wet when I get touched by water, so I don't know. But, I've, that's right, but them... for something to be... Listen, 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 listen to my theory. This is why this is a, a good conversation, because for something to be wet, yeah, do you agree with me? It had first needed to have been dry, so you can get the distinguish of something being wet. No? We're in a description type. If my hand is dry... Listen, if my hand is dry well, your hand and, and I pour water wet, on it, it becomes wet. Your hand on so listen, listen, fo- follow the chain of thought, yeah? If the table is dry, yeah, for it to stop being dry, it needs water. Yeah? What are Ross just got to do? You, you agree with that? Yeah. Listen, just listen, bro. Do you agree or not? I agree. For some, Yeah, okay, right? So when I say to you, is water wet? What I'm saying to you, if something is already has the characteristics of being you know, wet, it never was dry. So how is it wet? And what I'm saying is that that's a, that's a common psych, uh, uh, psychology type question. And my argument in the same argument with, with, with meat is how can you clean something that can never be clean? It's raw. It's raw meat. It's raw. By the fact that it's dead and deceased and dying and rotting, it can never be clean. Even when it's clean, it's still not clean. Do you understand my point? Right, my, 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 I, I, I it's, a, it's rotting. It's rotting. I, it's I rotting that. meat. Right, so if something on. is, so if my, if my, if my body, so this is the last one I say. If my body, if I'm a corpse, and my body is dead, no amount of cleaning is going to make my body clean because each day it rots and it gets more, more, more deceased. Okay. So my argument is is not necessarily that you should or shouldn't clean the meat. I just find it i don't know how, i find it i struggle to understand why you can be more upset with somebody for not cleaning it the way you clean it because because equally it's not clean regardless right. i i am going to say my bit on that um <laughs> bruv you make me laugh <laughs> hey listeners don't forget like share subscribe i'm going to say this bro you're a plant based eater do you wash your fruit and veg before you eat it uh, I try. So I've I've recently learned that just the wash, you know, and, and you know, you can slew me for this. I've recently learned that just the washing in water is not sufficient for cleaning. Yeah, some people are saying you've got to put it in in vinegar and and so like, yeah, vinegar, salt, bicarb, all of that. Oh, but, but I'm, you, I'm but, recently but, learning but, this. But you wash you wash your veg, right? 
and you're, mm-hmm. and you're through. But mm-hmm. why do you do that? I do it because it's often covered in pesticides. Right. So this is my reason why I wash, why my, I was taught to wash the meat. It wasn't the case of, mm-hmm. but, and, and this is, it's funny because I agree and disagree with you on certain things. And we're still brethren. My thing is, right, I, I wash my meat because I don't know where that meat has been. And I mean, sense of where it's been transported, how it's been transported. Bro, man's, man's will drop it on the floor and put it in the crate and then I'm just going to take it out of the packet and put it in the, fi- in the, in the oven. Do you see what I mean? I wash it. So that's, not my, that's not my argument, though. No, 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 that's but, not my no, argument, bro. Asking, you're no, no, you're no, telling no. me why you wash it. No, I'm not asking why no, you no, wash no, no, it. No, hold on. I'm just saying. But I'm not asking I, you why you wash on. it. Hey, brother, let me finish my piece, bro. Come on. You know what I mean? Call yourself IR. Yeah? So that's why I wash my meat. I don't uh, criticize anyone else for not washing their meat. And this is what I'm going to say to people, yeah? So all them people that are like, well, oh, you don't wash your meat, yeah? I, I ain't eating from you. But then you go Nando's and have a half chicken. You think Nando's are washing their meat? Nando's ain't washing. Nando's ain't washing their meat, bro. Dixie chicken, uh, Morley's are not washing their meat, bro. So it's a little bit hypocritical, isn't it? If that's what you're gonna like, you say my famous hashtag: keep the same energy. Yeah. If you're gonna slew your friends and family for not washing your meat, then technically you shouldn't be eating Nando's. You shouldn't be eating at Dickie Morley's getting a free plug, favourite chicken. You shouldn't be eating from none of them places because none of them places wash their meat. That's a fact. I wash my meat because I don't know where it's come from. And I've, I, I wash it from my own my own uh, sense of cleanliness with my meat. That you know what, I'm washing it and this is a standard that I know that I washed it. I have never had salmonella. So when I see them videos about people that are like, oh, you get some, nah, bro, my belly's never run like that from my own cooking. Like, if your belly's run from your own cooking, that's more about your, your, your culinary skills. But that's where I'm going to leave that. Like, that's just my thing. Again, it's a personal choice. No, my, so my, yeah, so my, the reason why I interjected so vehemently is it's not, I'm not, I'm not questioning your killing of the meat. What I'm questioning is what I see a lot on social media. And I don't know why I'm even quoting social media because social media is something that I just find abhorrent at the moment. Oh, you've been great um, today. What I'm questioning. Oh, can I just interject you and just say, you have been great today because you have set me up for so much stuff that I want to go on next. Like, you, since you've been away for the last 10 months, you've upped your game. Go on, go on. Come through. Say a bit. Anyway, what I'm, what my, my issue is the the um the umbrage that's taken on by people by saying hold on a minute that person they only washed their chicken in the water oh my goodness they only used one lemon oh my goodness they didn't use vinegar and i'm thinking hold on a minute like, hold on a minute like i don't understand how you can be angry with the way that people wash something that cannot be clean it's like saying hold on a minute you only wash your floor with water. Hold on a minute. You only wash your floor with antibacterial spray. Hold on a minute. You d- what? You don't use bleach. Like, hold like. For well, me, bro, it's I like that. I get that. Bro, like I said, meat like, is that. meat is something, and and, and you could argue the same with fruit, fruit and yeah, veg. Fruit and veg, dead, yes. Bro. Fruit and veg is 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 is, is something that is dead. It's rotten. But there's a. I think we can all agree there is a significant difference between rotting veg- vegetation and rotting meat, corpse, animal, body. There's a, com- a completely different... You can eat a rotting fruit and it will not have even a similar effect that you could have eating a rotten animal flesh. And that's the reason why I don't drink milk. 
Yeah, Do you know why I don't drink I don't, milk? I don't drink milk either, so I'm, you're talking to I me. don't drink milk because, because more of the world is lactose intolerant than that isn't. That's the first thing, yeah? It's number two, you cannot convince me that somebody can prove to me drinking the breast milk of a bovine is something that's good for me. Because I would argue, why a bovine? Why not a tiger? Why not a hippo? Why not the breast milk of a different animal? Well, because you, you know what? In the, Australia, the breast, yeah. the breast milk of a hold up, the, the breast milk of a cow is made for one other person, one other animal. The calf. You know what that animal was for? The calf. Exactly. Right. So not only are you taking the breast milk from the calf, if it's a male calf, you're killing it because it doesn't serve you in a process, and 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 it doesn't give you anything from it. And then you're using that to feed other people, not to feed the other female calves. Because they're being built and antibiotic up and fed to also breed milk themselves. So when you're getting that milk, the amount of impurities, we're talking about pus on the bloody, on udders. We're talking about udders, you know, of antibiotic cows. We're talking about, you know, the things that go over the udders, sucking the milk, falling on the floor. The amount of horrible diseased impurities that go into milk that you go and drink. No wonder you're just doing shoe shoes afterwards, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, you know what? Like it's so impure. In, in Australia, so they, impure. Have, they have so many camels that they're now doing camel milk in it. But do you know what, bro? To be fair, if <laughs> if we started serving ourselves human breast milk, bro, I don't think people would want to uptake. Oh, but it's conditioning. But then, why? It's conditioning. It's conditioning. So, so why? So why? So why? Why would you turn? I've watched programs on Netflix. People turn their nose up at another woman's breast milk, but you drink the milk. Of, of another cow. animal, a, yeah. ca- a cow. And why goat, a cow? Goat, well, goat's milk is the but most why? grossest thing. I don't drink milk. Like when surely, surely the thing that has the most impact on your health is other breast milk. But surely, again, again, because it's, it's, it's made a, by a human. It's a personal choice, isn't it? I ain't got the right to know what they put in there. Not a personal choice. I think it's. I think it's a load of nonsense. Personally, oh, that's, a, put it in that's one thing. I'll stick my hat in the ring. No, if, no, that's one thing. I'll you know, and I'm not one for saying that. I like to respect people's opinions, but you cannot convince me on no way, shape, or form, that there is a medical or nutritional value from drinking the breast milk of another animal. I'm sorry. Yeah. You cannot convince me that. I think that is nonsense, personally. Bro, I'm with you. I don't drink milk, bro. I don't drink milk. Most, thing, most things in life or that we believe, hand on heart, yeah, is because of marketing. I'll give you an example of that. Getting an engagement ring. How much you got to spend on your engagement ring? It's meant to be two months. No, that's the wedding ring meant to be two yeah. months wages, isn't it? No, engagement ring, engagement ring, engagement ring. You're right. What, how much an engagement ring? I don't know. It's whatever you can afford. No, but how much are we supposed to? What's what, what's folklore? So like you, you were three, just saying it. Three, two or three months wages is meant to be yeah. the, the... And do you know why that is? Why? Do you know why that is? No, no, I don't. A famous, co- a famous company called De Beers, yeah. Diamond Company. Uh, that was their advertising campaign. If you don't spend two to three months of your salary on your wedding ring, on your engagement ring for your partner, you don't love her. That was an advertising campaign, right? In the same way, exactly. In the same way, there's a reason why after the war, people bought, you know, lots and lots of, in America, they bought lots and lots of um, goods and products because after the war, they convinced everybody to say, well, hold on a minute, you you don't want things that last. What are you doing that for? Why are you buying things that last? You know, we need you to buy things that don't last and you keep buying them and that way the economy gets better. So they convince people that, hold on a minute, you just got a new job, got a bit of money in your pocket, get yourself a brand new Hoover. Don't worry about the old Hoover. 
Get yourself a brand new cooker. Well, what about the old cooker? It's actually not called a Hoover. It's called a vacuum. But yeah, so yeah, the vacuum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so all 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 Hoovers are vacuums, and not all vacuums are Hoover. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Hoovers are common, um, but that's the point. There's a lot of things that we look at in life and we say that's what we should do, but we're only doing it because people are trying to get our money from us. Um, so. Yeah, you lead me anyway, on to my last that, point. That rant about chicken. <laughs> you lead me on to my last point. Um, I think we've got one more thing to, one more subject to wrap this up. But before, it we, before is, we go and on. It, it's, it's a tough one. Before we go on to that, you, you spoke about social media. Everything today has been social media led or based. Um, oh, and I've been watching. Hate it. I know you're uh, not a big fan of his, but I've been watching Charlemagne the God's, God's Honest Truth. Show. No, I would say the opposite. No, I think that's where we disconnect. So I am a big fan of him. I, I just don't agree with everything he says. Yeah, and I, I read don't either. One of his books, one of his books was his first book was fantastic. Yeah, um, I am a big fan of him. There are some things that I'm not a fan of because I think when you align yourself in this space of telling the truth all the time, you've got to hold everybody to account. And where he held Birdman to account perfectly, he doesn't always hold everybody to account. No, I hate his use way. of the n. I hate his use of the n word, but. Do you know what? I love his phrase, I'm sending you healing energy. Sometimes I've got to send you healing energy. Mm. Mm. Um, and mm. I use that phrase a lot because I like it. Sometimes, but I've always said it, it takes, I'm, I'm digressing a little bit. It takes a lot more energy to hate than just to talk, love. Talk, man. Do you know what I mean? It takes a lot more energy to hate than just to love. So I'd rather send people healing energy. Well, not, sometimes when I smell your breath, I send you healing energy that you'll get Listerines. No, then one's there. But anyway, the point that I was trying to make about yeah, social media is that he had, on his last episode of The God's Honest Truth, he had a social media guy, but he is friends with the guy that started LinkedIn. And bro, this, what he said, and I'm saying this to you now, and I know it's going to be very difficult for me to do. I think within the next two years, I want to completely come off social media. I'm not saying that my present social media will come off, but me personally may come off social media um, because... He said that uh, all the most successful social media uh, apps are led by the seven deadly sins. So if you don't know what the deadly sins are, the seven deadly sins, they are lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, raft, envy, and pride. So he was saying that all the big social media sites like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat are all successful because they feed off the seven deadly sins. And it was so right. And it's made it made it was so empowering to me that I was like, I need to get off this because I have lusted after girls on on social media. Hundred percent. I double tap that screen like boy, look at the bund up on that. And you're like, boy, I'm lusting. Gluttony. The amount of food adverts that we see on social media that make us hungry. Lot like of really common greed, like we, we get greedy with things. We want more followers. We want more likes. We're all a, a, a victim of that. Us being sloppish, being lazy. We, we we are being lazy because the first thing we do is we wake up in the morning and we're checking our social media. Like we ain't got jobs to go to, so we've been lazy. The raft, the amount of fights that people put on social media, like yeah, it's gonna fill my. They don't say I'm gonna fill my raft, but the way it's gonna get banged up or whatever they say, it's a raft. And then we also got envy, how we all envy other people's lives on social media, especially the celebrities. We want to be like them, talk like them. And obviously pride, 
is where we pride about what we've done. It's the seven deadly sins and made me realise that within the next two years, I personally do not want to be on social media. I am struggling with that personally now. I've always struggled with it. I only have two social media accounts. One of them is purely for work. So as part of my job um, and part of my role, I'm expected to to tweet. Um, that's all I ever use it for. I don't use it for anything else. Um, and the other one that I keep um, is Instagram. So I had this sort of similar epiphany of Facebook and all the other ones, Snapchat, all of them. I got rid of all of them. Didn't think they were necessary in my life. Didn't know the you had only, a Snapchat. And I have this... Oh, yeah, very briefly. I feel like... Um, and I have said this before in the past that I feel that Instagram affects my mental health. It affects my mental health because I look at it and it angers me. It angers me the way that people behave. Um, and it's not good for my mental health. Being in an angry state is not great. I think what's made me struggle to come off it, because I think I've been battling with this for the past couple of weeks. What's made me not come off it is the things that I do care about, Instagram is very useful for. So, I care significantly about football, despite the fact that my team at the moment are, I can't even explain how they're making me feel at the moment. It's like having a partner that just, you want them to love you and they don't love you back. That's what I feel like with my football team at the moment. Just just love me and do what I, you know, help me to be happy and you're not helping me to be happy. You know, I there are things that I, you know, when it comes to sustainability, when it comes to technology, when it comes to um, some of the social issues, there were so many things that Instagram gives me such quick and easy information to update me and keep me in the loop. Because I don't watch the news. I don't read the news. Um, and I just worry by coming off Instagram, I'll have nothing to keep me in tune with. Like, for example, there was rumours the other day that Kendrick Lamar was going to drop a new album. Yeah, I heard that rumor. And it's things like that. It's things like that that I want to be on the pulse for because I care about music. I care about the music I consume. You know, we have this debate all the time, Donda or CLB. And everyone says CLB is trash, but I've listened to CLB every day since it's come out. It it's, it means a lot to me in music. So uh, I didn't knowing bring, when it's I didn't coming out. one of them albums, if I'm honest with you. Knowing when it's coming out, knowing when new things are coming, knowing when new, that's important to me. So removing Instagram, I, I will lose that. And I've just, I have just to ask myself, is that worth... Because the rest of it, I will lose and that will make me feel better. But is it worth losing the little uh, bit of information I do get from the internet? I, I'm in a, hot, a rock and a hard place. Obviously, I need my social media to promote my businesses. Don't forget, go check out Otto Clothing UK. Go and check out our branches. Otto Bottoms Up. But yeah, I use it for all of that. But like I said, I would personally like to come off and maybe get someone to run them for me. I do listen to the news every morning off one of my Amazon A devices. I can't say it now. Otherwise, my baby girl will start acting up in the background, which was a gift from my boy Al. Audio Geek gave me my Amazon A. She's a lifesaver. She's the number one lady in my life. Big shout out to her. You know, I, I don't like when I shout people out, but I'm shouting her out. Um, so I listen to the news every morning. And I get that. And so I'm sort of on the pulse. But social media does affect people's mental health more than people give it credit for. And I think we did a pod, we did a pod, we did a whole pod we on did, this. I think everyone did, that's listening needs yeah, to go needs did. to go back we and did. have a look. 
Um, as 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 Mr. Golden Child is talking, I'm going to go back and find it and tell you what episode exactly what it was. But we did a whole pod on it. We talked about its effects. We talked about how it makes you feel. But anyway, carry on. Yeah, it, it does. And um, I think lockdown, it affected people a lot more. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of positive things to social media as well. I think just lately, there's been a lot more negatives towards it. I, I think the trolling and the bullying... Um, the judgmental stuff. I always feel like, and we all we're all guilty of it. We've all been judged, bro. It's funny. Like I've, I've said it in that podcast that you're talking about. Why do you think there's not a dislike button on any of these things? Like if Instagram mm. had a dislike button, bro, and you got more dislikes than you got likes, you may not want to be on there. Do you see what I mean? Like think about the people. Like, yeah, I agree. Think about the people that get sent for when they dislike. Like bro, you and Wayne. Uh, Weezy are big Dave fans, like big Dave fans. Yeah, if mm. if people started doing thumbs down today, I've seen them jump in the comments like, "Ah, oh, no, but people that? do. People, pe- there are there are lots of memes about Dave fans, and you know what? I I embrace them because I think this. I think there is there is like you said, social media makes you feel certain ways about 100%. things, and actually, and actually, what I what what I loved about what people said about CLB and Donda is why do you have to compare an album that one of them says certified lover boy and the other one's named after his dead mother. Lover. They're not yeah, comparable. They're not, they're not comparable. So yeah, just enjoy it. Yeah, just yeah. enjoy it. And why do we have to revert to this concept where I'm better than you. Um, you have to feel, you have to, yeah, you have to feel ashamed about yeah, what you like. Yeah. Why? And, and why I laugh at the Dave memes because yeah, maybe I'm a Dave Stan, but so what? It's 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 nice. It's nice to care about something. Yeah, yeah. Bro, it's nice to actually say. love an artist. Bro, it's nice to you know we we, we have these arguments about Dave and Chip all the time. All the time. But it's nice but you know what, bro, it's to not... just love. It's nice yeah. to love what someone does because they put their heart and soul and energy into it. And I'd you know I listen. It's work. funny because it's like a body of work. Yeah. So like the 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 the, the, the I'll find it soon. It was the um. The meme that made me laugh the most is they played a bit of a Dave tune and they pressed play and all Dave said was 22 and he stopped it and they were like, oh my God, can you see the way he said 22, yeah? Yeah. Basically what he meant and it made me laugh because yes, there is a certain Dave fan, which I am probably argue um, I'm not far from, that thinks his word... I I said this to you before. I think think Dave is the best we have at the moment because of his wordplay, because of his lyricism. And that's because... Everything he says, we we we, we microanalyze it. Yeah, and I think a, it's amazing. A but but Man. what's wrong with just thinking somebody's amazing? Like surely that's a great thing to I, think someone's amazing. That inspires you. That makes you feel happy. So why would we insult other people for feeling the same? And, and you know what? I, I was thinking about this today. To another guy, a bit off subject, but R.I.P. But I do feel like Cadet was on his way to like. Like as a story, oh, he was great. But as he was story, great. Man. I think he was just he was, a, he, was he was just coming into his lane before his untimely death, but like, uh, uh, yeah, he's got one tune and it always, the word player that's seven minutes long or something. And I just think, bro, you took me on an absolute journey with that song. And I just think like, yeah, <coughs> excuse me. That, that is, um, perfect. But my, my point that I'll try to make is look, peeps, me, Al, Weasel, Otto Snells, we disagree on a lot of things, but it doesn't stop us from being friends. 
Like, we're not always going to have the same opinion on things, but it doesn't mean we can't be friends. I think with social media, because I don't agree with you, doesn't mean I, I still don't, you're still not my friend. And I think we need to get over that narrative of, if you don't agree with me, we can't be together. Like, what you don't get, a prime example is the bloody vaccine, bruv. I know we don't want to talk about it, but prime example, as that's relevant, I want to talk about it. Because I haven't got it, doesn't mean me and Al are not friends. And it doesn't mean I'm still not going around Al's house and, and, and chilling. But it doesn't mean that I'm not going to take certain precautions before I go and visit Al. Like, Al has two young children. So if I'm going to come into his house, I'm going to make sure I wash my hands before I come in. Do you know what I mean? I'm not just going to come in there and... And, but to be and, the, rest, and the rest of your body. But, you know, you don't wash the rest bro, of your body. Either. But the thing is, bro, I wash my hands. I used to wash my hands like that anyway. Do you know what I mean? Not maybe before I come, but when I come home, I, I used to always wash my hands anyway before COVID. Like you come off the dirty train and and buses and you're like, bro, I, you know, you just feel grubby. Do you know what I mean? I don't even mm. sit on my bed, bro, with my jeans or anything. I put on house pads. Like, I just don't want to do that. Like, I've seen things on trains and buses that I'm just like, nah. But yeah, the, the opinions are there. Um, we, we probably... Uh, I th- I th- I think we've definitely gone over. I think I think there's one topic that we haven't. There's two topics we haven't spoke about, but I I want to leave them because I think they they're important. They deserve their time, um, even if it is late. And um, you know what, Al? That's not a bad thing. About it next, I, I, think I, I, I still I still want to do it because because I feel like one of the biggest things I've learned in this podcasting game, not that we do it for anything other than for the doing it is um, I'm a big fan of Max Rushton and I listen to his um, Guardian. If, if there's one podcast that for me is I cling to for my mental health, and by that I mean for things to be equal, for things to be good, for me to be happy, for me to just exist and get on with things, I look forward to my every couple of days my Guardian football web f- football podcast because it's I find it fantastic and amazing and I I won't lie a lot of the stuff the way I carry myself in this podcast comes from there. Um, he made a very good point about um, when you talk the greatest flattery bro, when, so. yeah when when you talk about certain issues in football. Should you always talk about the social issues? So, for example, when you talk about Ronaldo, should you always talk about the fact that he was in court for rape? When you talk about um, Newcastle, each time you mention Newcastle, do you mention about the human, you know, the human rights atrocities in Saudi Arabia? And his point was, we're still trying to figure it out, but you do people a disservice by not talking about things that you need to talk about. And the two conversations we were going to have was about Dave Chappelle and the transphobia surrounding his latest Netflix special and about the Australian footballer, I believe his name is Josh Cavallo, um, who had come out as, you know, the first sort of high... No, apparently the you, first... You the agree first, with being high profile, the first, the first professional, professional footballer. footballer. Yeah to come out as gay and and maybe that's devaluing him by saying he's not high profile but equally yeah we were going to have that conversation what I don't want to do is give that five minutes or ten minutes of time because one thing I've always said about um, um, the trans community is I don't know enough about it but I equally want to give a voice um, if that's something that needs to be discussed and I think we've been very clear in previous pods about our support for the gay community and how anything that you know 
comes up that's relevant we would always talk about but one thing I would like to end the pod with before you know Graver does his usual shout outs and promotions is just a little rundown for those who have never listened to it um what we talked about in season one nice quick one because as I was looking for that um pod um that we discussed before in reference to, I can't remember what we're talking about, and I said I was going to look and find it. I thought it'd be interesting to look at what we've done before. So the first episode was Hello World. We talked about George Floyd coping with lockdown and Project Restart. Do you remember that, Gravy? Yeah, I remember. Project that. Restart. It's our most listened to pod. So, uh, on on yeah. So on then YouTube, we've got on YouTube. It's our most listened to. And then episode two was Talk That Talk. <laughs> we talked about. <laughs> this is exactly what we were looking for. The social media. Um, I'd forgotten it. We were looking for the social media episode. That was episode two. We talked about feedback from episode one and look straight away. And the first thing we talked about was why is there a lack of openly gay male athletes in high profile sports? So it's funny how we've come back around season full two circle, and that's something man. that, I know, you know still... yeah, full circle. Social media versus reality, um, which was a very good topic. Then we had, is love an open door? Gravy, what's, what, what was is love an open door about? Can you remember? What's Smith and Jada? It was. And funny enough, that's come back up again. Situation ship, baby. Damn. That's come back up again because she said something about their sex lives. That's come back up again. And we talked about modern day role models, which was a nice one. We, we all chose a modern day role model. Episode four, The Curse of a Genius. What was that about? Kanye West. Yeah, and it was our first sponsored um, pod as well. That was Will and Jada, Money versus Political Correctness. And you spon- remember that you was about that Washington one. Redskins. That was by Set Surf. Wait, big shout, Set Surf. And we had the Curse of Genius, which was talking about um, Kanye and about his mental health issues. Episode five: What's good for the goose is good for the gander. What was that about? Uh, I don't know what that one was about. If I'm honest, I'm not going to lie. What was that one about? So that was. Um, we talked about. There was a little conversation there about R. Kelly, apparently. Wait, um, that's, that's our, and we talked about podcast. oh Sade came on. Hey, big shout so out I think that might have been to do with um Science Sideman and all Wiley. of that sort of stuff. Wiley. And Wiley, Wiley that Wiley was it. And then we gave our our top our top albums. Yeah, classic. So that top was fives, good. The top fives. That was a good one. I, I won't spoil. It. I let you guys go and read it. Um, they are all available by the way on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Mine were were clearly the better choices. Episode six was probably the saddest one for me. I felt the most sad and Chadwick, most tearful Chadwick doing Bruce it. That, that was Wakanda Forever. Yep. Um, that was a very, very sad one. We also talked about Tory Lanes and the backlash that you had with Megan Thee Stallion. Um, Comic Vic was on that one. That was a very hairy episode, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, we big, talked about big shot Adele and Famalam, Africans versus Caribbeans, The New Normal, Chadwick Boseman. Um so yeah, that was a, a quite a hairy one, if I do say so myself. You remember that one, Gravy? Yeah, you were getting, getting in your feelings a little bit about that one, innit? You, you were trying to put... No, it was, it was less that I was just trying to make sure that we were, weren't offending we people offend and we were being... That was my bigger issue. Um, episode seven, will history repeat itself? What was that about? I have not got a clue. That was about the diversity dance. Ah, uh, Mason Greenwood and Phil Foden. Dotty boy, then. And are we, are we headed into a second lockdown? Boy, we had, we had three in it. Which I, three think, in which it. I think, which I think we did. Which we did, we yeah. Did, we did um, episode eight, episode eight was reset. What was that about? Us coming out of lockdown. 
Yeah, I think it was. Um, I think it was just a coming out of lockdown, yeah. highs and lows. Who's boy? This is all I was really getting into it. This week's questions were the highest and lowest points of your life. Yeah, who it's, are it's, you it's, really? That was emotional for me, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Who is behind the mask? You show the world what's holding you back in life. That was that was about mental health that awareness. Was my favorite one to be episode. Fair. One of my favorite. Points. It was a good one. Episode episode nine was something. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. What was that about? Have not got a clue. What was that about? So I'll give you a clue. That was near Christmas, a week before, a month before Christmas. Oh, I don't even know, bro. Sainsbury's advert. <laughs> oh yeah, the Black Family in it that people are upset about. Yeah, and Greg Greg Clark, the resignation of the FA chairman. What's on your Christmas list? And then the last one was Finney, yeah. the end, Finney. Yeah. And it was a roundup of our favourite podcasts. And then we went straight on to the sports edition. And the, our, the joke of that is the first episode was, what's wrong with Liverpool? There you go. And that what's wrong with Liverpool? United, mate. Or what's wrong with Arsenal? Boy. Do you know what, boy, though? Boy, look, boy, boy, I, boy. I do want to put out there, thank you for everyone that has supported the podcast, the likes, the shares, the follows. Even if it has been five, six people that have listened, it's five, six people that did listen before. Um, and I, I do appreciate that. We are going to try and be more consistent. We're going to come back. I know these used to get released on a Monday. I'm still going to aim to get them released on Mondays. That gives Al, who does work very hard, time to edit it. Um, it does take a lot to do this stuff. And I think, like Al's always said, consistency is key with anything you do. You only, you only get out what you put in. So to all them people that have started podcasts, done one episode and quit, Get back on it. Even if you've got one listen, that's one listen you never had. So I appreciate everyone that's locked in. I also want to say a big shout out to this week's. I got a new thing where I don't think we tell each other how much we appreciate each other. And I want to say my inspiration this week has been my little brother who I want to say a big congratulations to on passing an exam at work. He has inspired me this week so much. Like my little, it brings a little tear to my eye. My little brother is one of the most hard-working, hard-headed people I know. But one thing I'll give him, if he puts his mind to something, he smashes it, and he smashed this exam. And I'm very proud of you, little bro. So big shout-out to my little brother, Deep Jones. Well, I think that brings a very long return pod to a conclusion. It's looking at an hour and a half. I think by the time Jeez. I edit it, it'll be about an hour and 20 all I would say, stick with it, listen to it. I think there are a lot of um, key points. I think why I did this podcast um, was to give a voice to people who felt disenfranchised, give a voice to people who didn't feel they were being heard and actually just talk. So I feel like this doesn't work unless we have... And my, my biggest plan was always to get people on it, yeah, random people on it. Um, that was always my biggest plan. So please stick with it. Please listen. Please comment, like, um, share, and subscribe, please, yeah, and, and please, please reach out because ultimately, I just want people. I just want people on talking. I you know what? And if you want to come on, from. contact us. Like, all that's what I want. That's what I, I gen- genuinely, us, genuinely, yeah, I just send the DM. Email and us, please, and and it doesn't have to be a particular subject. Doesn't have to be the whole. Doesn't subject. have to be the whole podcast either. You can come in and come out. Like, yeah. A bit. I, I, I'd love that. I'd love that. I, I am going to try and get someone on open, open my eyes. the next podcast. I'm going to try and get someone on for the medical profession um, just to talk more about stuff that, look, we 
only do our own research. We do try to do our research as much as we can. But I'm not an expert in, in anything medical. I'm not an MD. So it'd be great to get someone in from that field uh, to have that conversation. But please don't forget, like, share, subscribe. Follow me at DJ underscore Golden Child. Don't forget to follow the brunch, Otto Bottoms Up. Don't forget to follow the clothing, Otto Clothing UK. And don't forget to follow this podcast at Otto Let's Talk. The next one won't be as long, I promise. So <laughs> for me, it's a, it's a thank you. Thank you for listening. Please, please get in touch. Please no get in touch. I just want to read what people have to say. I want to read what suggestions are. I want people on. I really do. I want people on. There's so many people I work with that I want to get on. Uh, and that's easy because they'll just do it. But I really want people on to talk about themselves, really. Talk about their struggles, their lives, their communities. Because we're all part of different communities. So please, you know, please listen. Please comment. Please contact us. Uh, it's a thank you for me from listening. And I've only got one more person to thank. And that is uh, Mr. DJ Goldenchild. And I'd like to say, uh-oh, let's talk.